Listener-supported KFUO, we are the messenger of good news. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. It's so good to have you alongside. It's time now for our moment on the lighter side. And before Christmas, if you if you remember that far back, we spent several weeks talking about and with a Christmas sheep. Remember that? We were talking about the Christmas story with the sheep there from the hill. And before that, we had a long, long discussion with... Uh, Luke's Gospel, Dr. Luke himself. But as we begin this new year, we want to return to one of our regular guests. We have St. Peter of St. Peter's Hook and Crook right on the line with me today. I texted him to see if he would be available. He said he would, but he also said he wanted to make sure it was really me calling him, connecting with him on the line. So he sent me a special password and code name to use. And I really don't know why, uh, why he's being so mysterious, but here goes nothing. Hello, St. Peter, are you there? I, I've got the yo-yo. Oh, and I bet it's a Duncan yo-yo, and I've got the string. But of course it's a Duncan yo-yo for you, Gary. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> Peter, what's all this password stuff? Oh, shh, 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 I, I, I've got a top secret message to give you, Gary. Uh, we'd better use our secret code names. Do we have to? Oh, come on, Gary. It'll be fun. Just play along with me. Oh, okay. All, all right. Uh, is that you, Rock? Yes, uh, this is the Rock. Is that you, uh, Petunia? <laughs> look, look. Can I get another secret name, please? I mean, really, Petunia? Shh. No time to talk about that now. I have an important message for you from headquarters. Okay. What is it? As of 22 days ago, at exactly zero hour, the invasion has begun. The invasion has begun. What do you mean? I got left behind? Oh, no, 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 not the full-scale invasion, you know, at the end of the world. When that comes, nobody gets left behind. I'm talking about the beginning invasion. I'm talking about our commander-in-chief getting a foothold in the enemy's territory. Hmm. Good. I'm glad I didn't get left behind or even right behind. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any idea what you're talking about, though. 22 days ago, that would have been right around Christmas. Are you talking about Bethlehem and about the manger? Shh. I don't know if it's safe to be talking about such classified information over the phone. Uh, are you sure this is a secure line? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a secure line, and this is KFUO, and this is my radio program, so don't worry. Nobody's listening. Oh, yeah. KFUO and your program. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> well, well, anyway, uh, you're right. I am talking about Christmas, the day the commander-in-chief sent his highest general uh, to establish a beachhead in Bethlehem. Okay, I think I see where you're going. On Christmas Day, God sent his son Jesus to earth. Since the devil is the prince of this world, it was kind of like God was invading the enemy's territory. I'll play along with you on a, a little war story here, but I've got a question for you, Rock, since you're in on all the latest information. Oh, sure. Uh, go ahead, Gary. I mean, uh, Petunia. <laughs> well... You sure we can't get that name changed? I said not now. Now, now, what's your question? Okay. Last month, the church read the dispatches about Jesus' invasion in the Gospel of Luke. The thing that puzzles me is, why didn't the enemy react immediately? Why didn't the devil strike back that very Christmas Eve? 
Oh, you know, that is that has them puzzled at HQ. Uh, of course, there are several theories. Theories? Like what? Well, you know, some think the enemy is just playing it smart. He is really crafty, you know. After all, our man initially, at least, was protected by the entire heavenly host. <laughs> uh, the enemy, as you may know, was only able to get a third of the angels to turn traitor. He was terribly outnumbered and is terribly outnumbered. Uh, even the poorest of generals know you must count the cost before you go to war. So essentially, Christmas Eve, Jesus was too well defended. You say there are other theories also? Well, uh, yes, uh, some think uh, that the devil didn't see any need to act. Uh, after all, in some ways, <laughs> it appears our commander-in-chief made a horrible mistake that Christmas night. A mistake? I didn't think he did things like that. Well, there are even some in our own camp who think he made a foolish move. After all, why risk your very best man in such a perilous situation? We were all shocked when he sent John the Baptist, the very best born amongst men, to do the initial reconnaissance. But then to send his top general in alone? Well, many were surprised. Oh, you know, that doesn't surprise me. It would seem for a mission like this, you'd want your very best man. Well, it's not so much who he sent, but how he sent him. What do you mean? Well, he, he sent him in the form of a poor, helpless baby. <laughs> Can you believe the once mighty king of kings and lord of lords uh, reduced to a position of complete vulnerability? Why, he was a sitting duck for the enemy. Why, you would think the commander wants the enemy to kill him. Okay, Rock, what do you think is going on here? Do you have your own theory? Well, yes, I do. I think the enemy was too scared to act. Why? Why would he be frightened of a poor, helpless baby? Look, you know, the enemy may not be the sharpest tack in the box, but he does know our commander works in mysterious ways. That when he is weak, he is strong. And what appears foolish to us is usually the greatest of wisdom. Yeah, his tack might not be sharp, but that pitchfork sure is. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't get that stuff in your <laughs> Say, I also had a, another thought. I, I've got a theory, too. Well, you've got a theory. What? What's that? Well, maybe the enemy didn't even know the invasion was taking place. Maybe he was unaware of the infiltration. Oh, you know, say that. That's a, that's not a bad idea. Uh, but but no, the, the enemy knew what was going on. In fact, he sent his advance men into Bethlehem even before the general and his entourage arrived. How did he find out? What gave it away? Did we? Well, no, it wasn't us, thank God. Uh, but it, it it was another of what some call a foolish move on the part of our commander-in-chief. You know, he gave away all our plans in advance. He even developed a special communication corps to do it. He called them the prophets. Well, you know, he does work in mysterious ways. Uh, anyway, uh, the enemy sent his agents into Bethlehem so that when the general arrived, no one would even give him safe haven. He had no place to lay his head. But... I thought there was just because there was no room in the inn. Well, true. But you would think, even if there was no room in the inn, that at least one person would be willing to give up his own bed for a woman about to give birth. But the enemy hardened the hearts of all in Bethlehem. You know, it's a shame that he didn't come here. I would have given him shelter. Oh, sure. As would most of your listeners, I suppose. But then you know who he is. Uh, but I ask you, if a couple of poor strangers showed up your house wanting lodging for the night, would you let them in? 
Mm, okay, good point. Yes, I tell you, the enemy is alive and at work here as well, hardening the hearts of people, keeping them from loving the neighbor. But what can we do? Well, one thing for sure, we can't do anything about it ourselves to win this war. I mean, you know my story, how I had tried to bravely fight for the general. But the more I tried, the greater was my failure. It's obvious if we're going to overcome the enemy, I guess we'll just have to trust the commander. But will he be willing to help us? Look at how men have treated him. Look at how Bethlehem treated his right-hand man. Look at how we often treat the least of his brethren. Well, I think he'll help, though. What you say is true, but, but just remember the code name the commander gave the leader of this invasion. Oh, yeah, that's right. His name is Jesus, because he would save his people from their sins. Shh! I, I think somebody might be listening. Uh, you know what? We better break off. I'll call you next week with more details of the war. Right. Let's talk again next week, Rock. Until then, Petunia. Wait, wait, again. Can't I get a different code name? Hello? Hello? I think he... I think he disconnected. Well, I got to see if I can get a change in my code name next time as we talk. Apparently, Peter has a war story to tell us, and we'll look forward to hearing more about the war between Jesus and the devil next week. We are listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. You can find us at KFUO.org and on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and wherever you get your podcast.